Today's episode is brought to you by Airbnb. You might already have an Airbnb and it might be worth more than you think. Visit airbnb.com.au slash host to find out more. We don't have time for this. We'd like to acknowledge the traditional custodians of the land where we make this podcast, the Garigal and the Garamangal people. We pay our respects to all First Nation elders, past, present and emerging. Don't be mad at me. We've already had our first fight. I may have done something behind your back. I know. You think you're fooling me. Okay. I got a spray tan. Mm -hmm. DL's Revs hates spray tans. Yeah, I don't like them. And over the course of the show, live tour, she was tanning me Mm -hmm. with her mitts. (laughs) On my tits. <laughs> my mitts on your tits. Yes, girl. Great fucking tits. Who knew? You keep saying this. Who knew you were hiding that fancy pair under there? They're not that great. They're babe. very good. GLs, if you've had children and you saw Gem's tits, you too would be like, fuck, great fucking tits. They've got squished mandarin and they socks don't, vibes. Nope, there's nothing okay, socky about maybe them. Maybe not they socks. Perky. Squished mandarins in sockets vibes. I don't know why you're desperate for them to be squished mandarins. There's nothing like them. My boobs look like someone's let the air out of two balloons and hasn't even attempted to resuscitate them. <laughs> Your boobs are up. The nipples point skyward. No, they, they don't. are perky as all get out. They do not point skyward. You've got great tits. Deals. Own it. Congratulations. Look, the whole point of this yeah. was for me to apologise oh, for getting fine. a spray I'm tan. Open. I don't oh, like spray oh, tans. Oh, good. Yeah, it's fine. I was happy to do my own. I don't like spray tans. I don't like the crusty edges. I like to type A, be in control of every little fade. In Look, it. we won't bring up the fact that you went and got your nails done without me. DLs, this happens frequently <laughs> oh, where I'm God. like, hey, babe, when are you getting your nails done? Okay. And it's the hint is... my fault or responsibility to make your appointments for you. Not I'm ask. not the good mum. I'm not going to be your EA. Wasn't asking you to make appointments for me. No, no, no. Let's go over the text message. It was as basic as me going, hey, babe, when are you thinking of getting your nails done? And I I said right now. And you said right now. And I went, cool. (laughs) And I said, come. And you said, I can't. I'm going to go Wednesday. End of. Was there more to it? Yes. Oh, you were holding Pasag resentments in the background. I've been holding energy. Okay. (laughs) And I need to get it. Look, they say feelings are for feelings and feel them and get them out of your body. I just needed to air it on the podcast. So it's out of my body. I was a little upset that there was no reciprocation of like, hey, babes, I'm going to go get my nails done today at this time. Want to join? Instead, it was me going, hey, babe, when are we getting our nails done? You're like, right now. Yes. No inclusivity. Plus, you said I'm dragging my boyfriend here. I was. I made him get a pedicure. You did not. He did. Did he? He was so embarrassed. He loved it. (laughs) He loved it. I don't know why, but I find male groups. Grooming, sexy. Same. Normalize male grooming. Hunji Start the fucking episode. I think it's time. We have a thousand things to do, but we'd rather chat to you. With emails and meetings and husbands and kids, we don't have time for this. Just what you need to basic bitches with a podcast. Hello and welcome to We Don't Have Time For This. I'm your host, Gemma Pranita, a.k.a. Gemma Peanut on the gram, along with my co-host, Kate Reeves from the podcast, which is what I said in the live show. It is. And now I feel like I want to bring it over to the show show. Yeah, why not? Yeah, because I'm no longer, what do I normally say? I can't even remember what I said before the show. You change it every week. Because life before the show was nothing. Now I am born anew. Now we are in Technicolor. Now I am a show queen. (laughs) 
<laughs> now we're going to be reliving the live tour a little bit in this app. This is a bit of a how the sausage gets made. Yeah. We're going to share with you the behind the scenes drama, the mistakes, the near misses. Oh, I love this little What went pre-cup. wrong, what went right. Can I start off with the fact that yes. now for those of you who have been to our live show or watched the live streaming, you will know that the show starts the way the podcast starts. Hello and welcome to We Don't Have Time for This. I'm your host, blah, 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 blah. Now this happens in over, a song. Yes, over a track called Life or Life. Right? Now, when we've we added a vowel or something in there, like Desiree does not go Life or Life. She just goes Life or Life. But we've added. We have. Another sound. It's okay. Just we had to, to get through it. Babe, I've been watching The Voice. You've got to make it your own. Make it your own. We made it our own. We made it our own. Anyway, in the Brisbane show. Mm. <laughs> we bitches missed. scream so loud. Oh man, you Brisbane DLs, oh, you were a vibe. You were, and a vibe. Uh, you guys screamed so loud that we missed our cue Couldn't to start the, the song. song. And then Revs, <laughs> with all of her theatrical experience, <laughs> which is none, <laughs> thought instead of just finding her way back to the note, instead went live. Oh life! Oh life! Like oh, some- life. <laughs> I did find my way there in the end. I know, but you did it with this weird comical cover. Life! Oh life! It was so hilarious. And I remember I thinking, was lost. "What is she doing?" I didn't know what I was doing. What's happening here? Well, I couldn't hear the track because the Briz bitches were screaming so loud. Love you for it. You're not in trouble. It was amazing to walk out to that cheer. But Jen was like, "It's a show that's all about," and I, we had no idea where the song was. Yep. No, we missed so it. So I. I had to say it. I know. So that it made sense because you say it, you don't end the sentence. It was, it's a show that's all about life. Yeah. So I just went, life! <laughs> My favourite thing ever. Uh, uh. Look, there were a few times we messed up on the tour. But can we have that memory sound, please? Let's go back to our first show. Okay. Melbourne. Hang on. Do you know what I don't have time for? What don't you have time for? Not being on tour anymore. I feel you, Can sister. we just have a moment for that? I'm having mad come down. Same. Withdrawal. Mad withdrawal. Like from the DLs, from the solo DLs, going to dinner and hanging out and making friends, from the random men who came whose lives we changed. Yes. We did not foresee the male experience being so positive. And do you know what? We fully regret yes. not pushing this We should further. have told you up top. Yes. Bring your dudes. But Bring we, your we, we, we thought it would be alienating. <laughs> I won't yeah. lie. But then the men who did come were like, well, that was a fucking education wasn't it and some of them were moved to, to tears. tears yes incredible I know but really I'm missing show fam so hard so hard like oh my god it's been so amazing to be in a beautiful show fam again and can I just say this is a little niche to all my theatre directors out there <laughs> like so Jem has been in many a show fam she's an actor and a performer when you're the director which is what I used to be you actually can't join show fam fully no because there's a hierarchy because there's a bit of a hierarchy yeah. and you're kind of the boss and like it's actually not cool to like be too friendly with the cast because you need to you still need to give notes you need to maintain authority absolutely you're still the boss of the show yes but anyway I'm not the boss this time no it's full democracy yep. so I'm in show 
show fam. Fuck, it's a drug, ain't it? Show fam is special. I can see how showmances happen, oh, you know? Oh, 100p. I can totally see now how they happen. You become so close. Mm-hmm. The in-jokes are just popping, popping off, off left, right and centre. You eat every meal together. You're checking in constantly like, who's showered? Okay, what time were you meeting here? What time are this? You become so intertwined and reliant on each other. Enmeshed and fully. And having the same experience. Yeah. Oh, it's a beautiful thing. I miss show fam too. Yeah. I'm missing Rachel Tag, tour photographer. I'm missing show daddy. I'm missing Simmy. I'm missing KD. I'm, I'm missing you. I'm missing you so hard. And yes. it's like taking everything in me not to send you a voice note every two seconds being like, miss you. <laughs> what you doing? The feeling is so mutual. Uh, it was such a synergy, wasn't it, yeah. between our show family that we're like, this is it. This is what we do now. <laughs> <laughs> Can you imagine? <sighs> All right, so back to Melbourne. Revzy, mm. let's review our first show. Now, can I just give a little lead up to this? Because in our final dress rehearsal, can I cast your mind yes. back to our final dress rehearsal? Yes. Revs and I were like, is it a good show? Is it any good? We weren't sure. We like, were we not. genuinely were like, fuck, are we touring a lemon? And I feel like I can expose show daddy and show mummy. KD and Ben at this point, they were like, yeah, it's good. It's really good. But I don't know if they themselves, they were also ready for an audience. They, yes. And they were close to it they too. They were so in it. Yeah. And they were like, yeah, guys. And we were like kind of being real thirsty to them. We're like, is it, is it good? good? And they're like, yeah, you've definitely got a show is what Ben kept saying. <laughs> I and I was like, that's not a compliment. No, <laughs> that it sounds like, and you'll do it. <laughs> do you know what I mean? Mm. So we were not sure how it would hit, if it would resonate, if it was what you really wanted from us. We started to get so in our heads. Oh my God, yes. About the comments about the singing and the dancing because obviously that's our running joke is like, oh, we're doing singing and dancing. Yeah. But then there were so many DMs that were like, you guys could have just talked for an hour and a half and we still would have wanted to come that we started to go, hang oh. on, have we read the room wrong? Yeah. Have Are we, we delivering a show that no, no one, one asked for? But not only no one asked for, no, no one, one wants. wants. And so, not like we're singers. <laughs> it's not like we're dancers. We are not professional singers or dancers. Yeah. And then we were like, oh, is this going to be like when kids put on shows for their parents and they give sympathy applause and they're like, oh, that was cute. That was really sweet, Gem and Revs. Look, we did get sympathy applause a few times in the show. I actually heard people, particularly in Brisbane, go, go, Revsy, when I was dancing. No, they're just proud of you, babe. And you know what? Go, Revsy! No, you've earned that level of support. I'm fucking proud of you for learning choreography. It was so out of your comfort zone. I'm proud of you for being the co-lead in a 90-minute show. Like, that is not an easy feat. And thank you for dragging me along. You held me in that show. Your experience was very obvious to me on tour. Okay, can we talk about (laughs) how we both prepare for a show? Okay, so... For context. For context. Every actor, performer, and I know this from theatre experience, but I've never done it myself. Everyone a process. has a process yeah. of how they like to get ready for a show. And everyone's process is different. Yeah. And what's funny with Rev stepping into the boots of an actor <laughs> or performer or the talent, if you will, is she hadn't figured out her no. process. So she Don't kind of my felt her way into a process <laughs> as each live show went on. Pun intended. Yeah. Felt my way in. Yeah, you did feel your way in. Yeah. So. Let's talk about my approach. Yes. So 30 minutes before the show, she doesn't want anybody to talk to her, look at her. She wants to be alone, full costume, side of stage, in the wings where she will walk on, preset, which means set there before the house opens, alone with her script and a small light. Yep. And a table. (laughs) Yep. And my pineapple. And a tin of pineapple. Discuss. Well, unlike Revs. (laughs) 
I like to review things because yes. I know that when you get on stage with your first live audience or any audience, your brain can depart your body. And so we had a lot of lines to learn. Yes. I think people thought the whole thing was improv. Yes. It, and there was large amounts that were improv, yes. but there were certain things we knew we wanted to hit mm-hmm. and hit right that needed crafting. Yes. Yes. And also for those of you who have seen the show, you will know that there's a segment called CEO Gem Shmem. Yeah. And I had so much dialogue. Yeah. It was a it TED was, talk. It was a TED talk slash monologue. Yeah. And I did not nail this section of the show once yeah. in rehearsals, yeah. did I? No. Not once. Not like, once. I couldn't remember my lines. I was calling out for a line every single rehearsal and I even think show daddy and show mummy were like they were worried they were worried yeah, they, they were, were like she's never gonna get she's this. not gonna girlfriend does it. not get enough sleep to retain information yes so side stage I wanted peace and quiet I wanted to sit with my little light and my script and just review things I had my little tabs very yep. organized the tinned pineapples is simply because pineapples good for your voice great for your voice when you're about to sing worst thing is milk you know fun yeah. fact <laughs> anyway revs let's move on to your process babe. Wait, wait, wait I just want to know is it something about the reading just before you go on where you can't walk and get distracted or anything is there something about that that locks it in for you or makes you feel like you know what's coming next or what is it about do you think it or do keeps you not know? me in the world of the show okay it's like I'm reading it and often you don't refer back to your script no right because you rehearse without it because yeah. right before you go on stage you know it like Revs and I are doing line runs backstage but when I just re-meet the original script I I just, it's like an embedding kind of happens. I don't know. I can't explain it, but it grounds me and it centers me. And I like to just take a deep breath. Yeah. Now we will get to your process, but what happened in the show in Melbourne? I did drop a line and I blanked in the middle of the first scene in our first show and it fucking threw me for the rest of the run, I will say. Do you reckon the whole yeah. run? No. No, I got better. Like the good thing was we did Melbourne and then we came home, which was a mistake, which we'll get to. But then we did Brizzy and Adelaide kind of back to back. And I felt really good in the mm. Adelaide show because Brizzy went so well. Yeah. But I was like, no, no, we've got this. This is fun. And it kind of went well from yeah. there. But yeah, it was very scary. So I haven't done performing since school. Yeah. I've done tons of public speaking. Mm-hmm. So I'm experienced in that way. But the one thing about public speaking is you can have notes and mm. I always do have notes I rarely look at them I usually know it but there's a comfort in having them there on a lectern or whatever in front of you not in this scenario but what I know about that experience is when I'm nervous I can't read so you could put big fat words printed out in front of me and if I'm nervous I can look at them and I just can't read like so, it doesn't go in there's a block there so if I was in the wings 30 minutes before by myself reading the script like your process it just wouldn't work for me because I'm too nervous it's not going in mm. so it would be a futile exercise and this is what I learned with Revzy is that her process is so <laughs> different to mine because for the second show for the Brisbane show I was like babe do you want to just cast your eye over the script I wasn't trying to be an asshole, but like I knew that terror yes. in her eye yeah and Melbourne DLs have no idea. No idea what we missed. They have yeah. no idea that Rev's fully blanked on stage. The whole page was missed. We missed a whole page of dialogue. Yeah. And I had to come in with a line to kind of prompt her, but I wasn't even sure Where if that were. was the right cue. Yeah. Anyway, we found our way back into it. But yeah, when I handed her a script and I was like, do you just want to cast your eye over this? She was like, no. no. And then I was like, okay, girlfriend's going to find her own process yeah. through this. And I can't oh, be I a part did of it. it. I did it in the morning of the mm. Brisbane one. Oh, okay. In the hotel when I woke up. And I did that like, help? Yeah, yeah, that was great. Because I'm 
not nervous at that point. Yeah. So I can actually take it in. You know totally. I mean? And we'd run it multiple times. Like I was fine with it. Yeah. No, my process is uh, apparently I need a support animal. <laughs> you do. This is what we've learned about Revzy. She needs company. Physical touch. Yeah. She needs to be held and hugged by whoever. Whoever's there. Yeah. It doesn't matter who it is. <laughs> it was Rachel Tag or it was Simmy or, or it was Show ben. Daddy. Yep. And when I'm in the last bit of makeup, I like to hold somebody's head. This is sounding so diva. So cute. You can see how people become absolute divas mm-hmm. when they do this full time. Yeah. Because they go, no, I, no, I did that thing in the last show and that helped me. So I need to do it again. And then it becomes a ritual and yep. then you need yeah, it yeah. every single show. Totally. And not to compare us to elite athletes. <laughs> She's gonna, but I'm gonna. But she's gonna. But you know, elite athletes have their idiosyncrasies, their rituals, yep. and they become highly superstitious. Yeah. Like Rafa Nadal is quintessential superstitious elite athlete. Yes. And he has his process. <laughs> and by Adelaide and by Sydney, like Rebs worked out that she needed a support animal. Yes. So she's like, who's gonna be my and support animal? And I just start calling for it. I was like, who's my support animal? And like everyone knew what it meant, and they would just come and hold my hand. Yeah. It was wonderful. Yeah. Whereas I'm like, no one talks to me like yeah, poor yeah, yeah. Simmy she'd be backstage going how are you feeling and I'm like shut up shut up go away <laughs> I'm like please don't talk to me don't I'm look like at me. I'm in my head in the zone <laughs> and she worked out very quickly bless her but she's like okay no one talked to Jem for half an hour the other thing up. I figured out to do is mid-show so for those who've seen it we have a very emotional section about body image and what we decided when we were writing the show and the arc of the show is that we wanted to rip everybody out of that place and end on a big high yeah and so we do a Spice Girls number the vasectomy vasectomy song song. look the body image piece we'll probably get to this in a minute but like we found it very challenging to make to record to edit to watch over and over again in tech yeah Revzy edited that video and it was very taxing on you it was and once it was locked off like once the whole team was happy with it and everyone we knew that was the finished product I worked really hard to never watch it again Mm. which is fine until we get into the theater and they have to tech it so they have to make sure it plays all the way through that the sound is good that it looks good on the screen on a giant fucking four projector. four by t- ten meter mm. projector and our entrance is next to the thing so we're like standing in the wings anyway it's really hard because some of our best friends in the world are in that piece we're in it it's a personal story we talk about our inner child and our children it's very emotional yeah so we were finding it really really hard to get into wannabe and the good mum actually filmed a bit of the Spice Girls number from the, her seats in Melbourne and we watched it back and we were like oh it's flat yeah it felt like flat. we can do better like it wasn't flat it actually wasn't it blew the roof off everyone loved it but we felt like oh no we can bring more yeah so I decided to have a shot of tequila mm-hmm. just before we go on as the Spice Girls and then after I did that in Brizzy I was like well this is what I do now yeah so now I need a shot so that became part of my rider I was like I need a support animal and I need a shot of Casamigos lined up with my costumes backstage where I can access it really easily <laughs> and so everyone knew I had to have a shot of tequila and then uh, when I couldn't finish the tequila I shared it with show daddy Ben she brought the vibes and it, it worked f- it worked do you know what DLs it's so funny because as the body image video is playing and like Revs and I are locked eyes with each other yeah, across, across the, the stage, stage in the wings and we're doing like pump up dances yeah. so that we don't get caught, caught in the hole in the of video. sadness yeah 
And uh, I loved it. It's actually my favourite thing because I'd look over to you and you're in this ridiculously gorgeous <laughs> Emma Bunting slash Posh Spice slash God knows what <laughs> Ginger. Uh, monstrosity outfit and it was just my favourite thing ever. Yeah. Loved it. We just had to like try and block the but, video. But all in all, what was so incredible about the Melbourne show, yes, we both had out-of-body experiences. Like we both actually came out of that show a little bit flat. Flat, yeah. Because we had an out-of-body experience, it was like, oh, my God, it's happening. Oh, my God, we're in the show. We're doing and, it. And there's a live right audience. Yeah. yeah, like we're doing it. So it was so hard to be grounded. And also we rehearsed without laughs. Yeah. yeah. That was the other thing. We had to pause for laughter yeah. when we had never paused never. for laughter in the rehearsal room. Yeah. And so everything felt like a real-time adjustment. Yeah. But what was the greatest gift was meeting our vittles, oh my the IDLs after the show, and just the genuine love and gushing and support for the show. And then it became an avalanche. Yeah. I know I sound like, you know, we sound like we're tuning in. Humble brag. I know. It was real. But it was real. We had an avalanche of DMs and yeah. not just little like, great show, well done, like essays, yeah. like people – felt this need to kind you of got it like you guys got it and yes and that was it just means everything to After anyone that, who's ever yeah. put anything out into the world you just know like you get to this point where you're like I don't know if this is a thing mm-hmm. I think I've missed the mark here or this is weird or uh, is it boring yeah we started to <laughs> doubt started it to doubt it and yeah. then it was just like nah it's you, good it's good yeah. like you guys got it we got it and then it was like oh shit we've actually got a show yes and it was just and like, we were proud like I remember being very excited to do our second show yeah. which was in Brisbane because I said to Revzy oh now I stand in the confidence yeah. of knowing this is a good show yeah. I'm proud of it I always thought and hoped it yeah. would be a good show but our DLs get it yeah they get the messaging they get what we're trying to because that's it right like even the CEO Jem Shmem yeah scene I was like are people gonna get this yeah yeah, yeah. Are they gonna understand the humor? But they did. Of course they because, did. But also that's that's layered because you had to learn terminology you've never heard Correct. of for that. Like yeah. so Jem's vision for this was like it's like her AGM where she's doing an audit on her mm-hmm. family, like she always talks about, and she's the CEO, and she's like, Can we write it how it would sound if a CEO was delivering like at a road show or yeah. an AGM or a big shareholder meeting or whatever? So we wrote it in like such corporate language, and Jem's like, I can't learn what does this. That mean? I don't know. <laughs> Yeah, I don't I've never know. heard of BAU. Oh, what's a remit? <laughs> yeah. You know, equitable distribution of this productivity output downturn and, and down pie to charts. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, you smashed that. Oh, thanks, babe. It was tough. Like learning that was tough. And Adelaide, you had a I blanked. was your blank on that I one. I blanked in Adelaide. Yeah, but you found you got it back. I did. I took a deep breath. Yeah. I looked over at Revzy and I regrouped with myself. Yeah. Can we talk about oh, the fact that at our very first show, the yeah. one we felt most vulnerable <laughs> and insecure about, your mum came. Yes, too. my mum came. Yes, and Revzy had to brief her mum. I did. Now, for I those did. of you who have seen the show, you will know that there is a scene where we live, in inverted commas, FaceTime our mums. Yes. Of course it was pre-recorded. Everyone knows that. But Revs's mum was attending the first show <laughs> with a gaggle of friends. friends. 
I called her a couple of days before, which Jem reminded me to do multiple times because yep. this was a fear of yours. It was. And I was like, Mum, listen, you got to tell the girls because she knew she was in it, obviously, because she'd filmed it. I was like, you've got to tell the girls because it might be a really raucous crowd. We're hoping for a raucous crowd. And lucky I briefed because it was a raucous crowd. Everyone had had a few drinks and it was an amazing energy and vibe in the room. And the show invites a lot of like, yeah, yell out. Yeah, add your bit. Like, you yeah. know, join in. We're all in this together. I was like, Mum, no matter what, you can't let your friends be like, she's right here. Yes. Because I know that would be fun in the moment, but you are going to ham shank me Us. and Jem. Yeah. Like we've got this whole setup that you aren't going to come to the show and that we're going to call you and we're ambushing you and this whole thing. If someone yells, she's right here, we're ruined. Yeah. We got nothing. So she then briefed her friends. She briefed her friends. And to their credit, yes. they shut the fuck up. They were amazing. They were brilliant. They kept mum. And also your mum, she kept a low profile in the she foyer at did. the start because she was like, well, I don't want people to recognize me. So she did. She's like, do I need to wear a wig? And I was like, that feels a little extreme. <laughs> Janma. It's all right. She's like, what about afterwards? Do I need to make a quick exit? I was like, no, it's fine. Once the bit has happened, mm-hmm. I think everyone understands, like, we're not really live calling you. It's all good. It's a show. But, like, just don't undermine the bit, you know? Now, Revzy, what became our most favourite after show ritual? Cheeseburgers. Cheeseburgers. Cheesies. Extra pickles. Always. Our well, Macca's I have only You've only recently influenced me into extra pickles and it's changed my life. It makes every bite zingy. Delicious. Yeah, yeah, it's necessary. I don't even say extra pickles when I order, especially in drive-thru. I say I would like a cheeseburger with extra, extra pickles. You know, they've got to keep tapping that plus sign. <laughs> Keep tapping the buzzer. Yeah, we uh, we had a whole dedicated team, i.e. me on Uber Eats, yep. <laughs> every night around midnight finding an open McDonald's to get a very large $100 order of McDonald's. Do you know how hard it is to spend $100 at McDonald's? W- solid effort. It is a yeah. lot yeah. of customised burgers yeah, and really. rogue drinks and weird sauces. Yeah, we had a few shows where the fries didn't arrive. Yeah, that was disappointing. We had weird orders. Yeah, well, I mean, fine. it was midnight on like in Adelaide or whatever. We- we it's fine. Care. It's fine as long as we get the cheesies. And now I'm like craving cheeseburgers every day. Oh, me too. I'm I like, miss oh, them. It's my, my sh- midnight cheesy yeah, and my same. sound check. <laughs> it's my show diet. Right? I don't I want miss it, to end. it. I miss it. We can't live like this full time, but man, really love it. Can we talk about the good mum yes. and how she flew to Melbourne? Impromptu. Yep. On a whim. On a whim. Yep. She YOLO'd it down to Melbourne. She really did. But my favourite detail that DLs won't know is that she came to the show. She stayed for the Vittle drinks. She went to bed that night at 2.30 a.m. Yes. And slept on the teeny tiniest couch. couch. Yep. And I say slept and by slept I mean she did not sleep. Barely. And then she had to get on a 6 a.m. flight. I didn't even hear her leave. Neither. I don't well, know I told her it. to jump into bed with me. Yes. I was like jump into bed. She's like absolutely not. I have to get up for a 6 a.m. flight. Absolutely not. I was like it's 2.30 in the morning. At least sleep in a – no. Next minute. Do you remember this? She was kicking everyone out of the room. She's like, All right, like, everyone go. She's like everyone out. I got to leave she four turned, hours. She turned the lights off yeah. and she was like, she pulled the blanket over her and we're like, oh, good mum spoken. we got to go. Good night. Girlfriend <laughs> needs to sleep. It was amazing to have her there. She got mobbed. She did. It was incredible. And she is such a vibe, that girl. Like she's a good time, the good mum. Hungy pig. So it, she was so generous. She was taking, she took more selfies than us. I love People it. were like, the good mum's here. It was amazing. And parallel, show daddy. Oh, Benny. show daddy. Benny was Santa Claus. He really was. He just pulled up on a red velvet chair and just asked people what their Christmas wish was while they sat on his lap. (laughs) 
Show Daddy told us I could literally walk out on stage and say nothing, nothing. and that your DLs just give. They I scream and they you. just give. He had the best time. And do you know what? We owe oh. so much to the show daddy. He, the show daddy. We owe him so much. We do. He gave us show after show, technically perfect, perfect shows. shows. Now, I don't know if our DLs know this, but show daddy wasn't just the opening warm-up no, act. No. He calls the, the entire, entire show. show. He texts the show. He plots the show. He gets to the theatre ahead of us. He's talking to the technical team because we bumped in, which means you arrive to each venue day of. Now, that is a theatre nightmare. Like it was giving me hives in the lead up. Mm. I was like, how are we going to plot and light and sound check a show the day of like normally you would have a week yes a, a week. week to do this for a full length show which ours is and ben was in rehearsals with us so he knew the show intimately he was making these relationships ahead of time when we got to the venue he was straight into plotting lights and getting sound happening and fold back and jem's weird little table and light that she needed for her <laughs> process and my tequila and all the things he ran and called the mm. entire show now, DLs who came to the show or saw it on the live stream, anytime there was a lighting change, anytime the AV played, anytime there was a song cued, yep. anytime Revs and I came on stage and the lights changed again, that was all Ben. Yeah, he had to call to the specific person in charge of whatever to go. It's a very hard job. He's very experienced. He works in this in a big way professionally. And we are so lucky yes, to have lucky. him. But we listen, love listen, I've got a gripe. Oh, go on. We didn't get him married or even laid. <laughs> I know. <laughs> what the fuck? I think he's got a gripe with us yeah, about this like, too. I kind of thought that would be easy that yeah. we'd get like, you know, calling out all the single mum. Like he got a lot of followers. He did. He's very proud ground. of himself. He hit 1,000. That was a big celebration. <laughs> it was a big celebration. But I really thought we'd be like planning weddings by now. I would love him to marry a DL. Oh, yes. Wouldn't that be fun? Yeah be great anyway listen if you're single <laughs> and you live within a let's say 10k radius of the northern beaches of sydney and you want to meet show daddy i'm just gonna call it now like dm me or the potty or just go straight to at benny wood one slide on in and introduce yourself okay hun gp he's a fucking catch he is an absolute great guy got a lot of time for benny Revzy, mm. there is a lot of chat amongst the DLs about travel hacks for this year. There is. Mm. Everyone's trying to work out when to take leave, how to fit everything into the family budget. Well, I know that a lot of DLs are thinking about using their home as an Airbnb to help fund some travel this year. And I was remembering the time that I used to do that. That's right. When you lived in the States, you did that. I did. I used to Airbnb my apartment when I went to visit Hubs, who mm. lived in another city at the time, and it went towards paying for my trips. Smart. Well, it is smart. Rather than just leaving my place to sit there empty, I put it on Airbnb and earned some extra cash. While travelling. Exactly. While travelling. DLs, you may already have an Airbnb and your home might actually be worth more than you think. Find out more about becoming an Airbnb host at airbnb.com.au slash host. Such a smart idea. All right, continuing our journey of how the sausage gets made, we're moving on to Brisbane. Oh, Can busy. we talk about our hotel situation? Oh, my God. 
So DLs, for context, <laughs> in Melbourne, our accommodation was generously and kindly sponsored by Oakwood Premier Suites. It was baller. It exceeded all of our expectations. Oh. Like we had suites with yeah. like 180 degree views of Melbourne. We started high. Yeah, we, literally. We, we're we, on the 48th floor or some bullshit. We peaked. We peaked <laughs> in Melbourne. So early. It was so beautiful. Like yeah. the beautiful bathrooms with all the like products, like the Malin and Gertz, like cleanser and yeah. body wash and beautiful shampoo and conditioner and all the beautiful lighting to make you feel like you're a hot bitch. Mm-hmm. Full kitchen, dining table, yeah, living room. We were literally rehearsing the dances in the living room yeah. in our suite on the 48th floor. Like we were spoiled. So spoiled. Now we didn't know how spoiled we were. No, we also didn't pay for it. We didn't. Well, this is the thing. It was a beautiful partnership that came through for us and we were so grateful to work with Oakwood's Premier Suites. This is not a not spawn. I keep saying it it's like it's an ad. Hella spawn. Yes. <laughs> anyway, cut to Brisbane. We were late organising a comp because you know what? We learnt a lot of things during the oh, creation of this live tour. Sure did. It is 10 people's jobs. Yes. And we have a lean team. Yeah. So we were frayed at the edges. Yeah, we were. And also, guys, we wanted to spend our budget on the show. We did. We did. Like, everyone was like, stay at the Carlisle. Lovely. Would have loved to. 600 bucks a 600 night bucks a times that by five crew members. Five crew members and all the meals and all the charges. Like, yeah, we just no. didn't. We wanted to put our budget in the show into awesome costumes and lighting and, and set. set. And we wanted to give all our VIDLs a drink behind the bar. Things like that. We didn't want to be spending it on fucking lounging by the pool at the Carlisle. No. And we also, we don't have time for that. However... However, we stayed at a murder mall. We called it (laughs) Murder Murder Hotel. Hotel. Someone had definitely been dissolved in Jem's shower. (laughs) It was a smell of bleach. So we walked into this hotel and instantly we were like, oh, there's no foyer. It was so funny. We no, kept joking. Car park. <laughs> we were joking with our crew. All right, should we meet in the foyer? And someone was like, foyer? Yeah. What foyer? We're like, let's meet Show in the Daddy. driveway. He kept putting foyer in inverted commas. Yes. Let's meet in the foyer. foyer. It was just a car park. <laughs> now, my hotel room stunk of bleach to the point I am certain I have no nose hairs left. None. It singed them. And you needed those nose hairs because the amount of dust oh, bro. on every <gasps> single item in the room. Oh, my God. My was, l- bedside lamp oh, shade. Oh, like It was thick with dust. It was not good. Look, thankfully, we didn't have to spend a lot of time there, but we thought, wow, bit of a lesson learned. Maybe we could have stayed at a slightly nicer place. Like a bit of a chain or something, not this like weird local motel. We won't out it. No. will we? No, no, no. We won't out it. We don't need to. We're not those guys. All right, aren't we? Just be careful if you're ever staying in Chermside in Brisbane. And maybe consider the Carlisle. Maybe try the Carlisle. You know what? Maybe it would have been a great use of money. Luckily, no one got sick or anything. I was actually thinking if Jem's allergies kick off because of this dust bleach situation... I'm actually going to be dirty. Oh, babe, I sucked up my pill swallowing problems. Yes, and you I, did. I dumped so many oh. Zyrtec just to keep me sane. Can and we talk about the Bucks party that was going till 1 a.m. the night before the show? 1 a.m., babe, 2 a.m. <laughs> 2 a.m. Yeah. Oh. oh, God. Think Hawaiian themed, all wearing lays. It can't the, have been a, the vibes a spenny Bucks party because, no. unless they were saving all their money for hookers and blow because they were in a murder hotel. Keeping Keeping us on the awake. balcony. Yep. Ah, 
Mistake. Look, it's fine. We learned some things. And the best thing about our show family is we all laughed about it. We laughed about it. We rallied. We were like, wow, what a come down. What a fall from grace. (laughs) Like Sim was like, should we try a hotel breakfast? And it was just like crickets on the group chat. Mm -hmm. And everyone's like, I think we should go out for brunch. (laughs) That's right. Let's not trust this place. Someone's going to get salmonella. Let's move on to the incredible powerhouse theatre. What a venue. Oh, my gosh. It is stunningly beautiful. Stunning. And they looked after us, man. We had the best time there. And Brisbane, you brought the noise. You really did. The vibes on you, Brizzy gals. I mean. Your loose deals. We love you for it. So loose. Also, just like a little shout out. Brisbane sold out so fast. Did. Sold the quickest. It was the fullest. It was the vibiest. It was such a It wasn't the fullest. Sydney was the fullest. True. Yeah. But, you know, we're talking Mm. one or two seats. Sure. Because they're all right there in Brisbane. It's like, hi. Also, we had our biggest male DL fizzer. Oh, we did. Nathan. Nathan. Shout out to Nathan. Love Nathan. He was front row VIDL. Nathan is a stay-at-home dad supporting his wife's full career ambitions. He stays home with their six-year-old and he loves the podcast. He bought a ticket. He bought VIDL for him and his beautiful wife and he was front row. We made so much fun of him throughout the show and he was such a good sport. He said it was the best night of his life. He said, I've never had so much attention in my whole life. I was like, you've earned it buddy you like sure seriously have. big shout out to Nathan if you're listening we bloody love you we and your love gorgeous you. wife adore you too um bit of a gripe with Brisbane <laughs> it can't all go flawlessly okay so fucking hot yeah it's a hot place it Beautiful is one day, perfect the next. So hot <laughs> in the theatre. So I nearly fainted backstage. Oh, yeah. Jem, Jem was not in a good way. I was not in a good way during the <laughs> Brisbane show. It was one of my favourite shows, but there was a moment. Mm. It was so hot. Mm. So we'd come from Melbourne where it was freezing. freezing backstage to the point where Rebs and I were like jumping up and down to warm up our bodies and warm up our vocals. But in Brisbane, opposite. <laughs> I was standing backstage in a suit getting ready to do CEO Jem Shmem and I was like, I feel fantastic. I feel like I'm going to pass out. Yeah. Like it was so hot. Yeah. And also I worked out there's show diet. Oh, I did not yeah. nail no. my food. Now the We were so nervous. Correct. So if- we got into the powerhouse and it's such a beautiful, big, modern venue. We were like, oh, oh shit. shit. we got to step up and deliver a fucking good show because this is a really legit, gorgeous theatre. Mm. We were so nervous we couldn't Eat. eat. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. And I've learned that there's a real skill with yeah. timing your meals yes. in the lead up. Revs and I eventually worked out that 3 p.m. Got was it. when we needed to eat our Smash dinner. protein and carbs. And it needed to be carb filled, yeah. almost like running for a marathon. You got to shove Not your to face. to compare us to elite athletes, <laughs> but we really had to carb load, get the protein in at 3 p.m. on yes. the dot. And I foolishly had an octopus salad. Yeah, that was. Bad. At 3 p.m. It wasn't even 3. It was like 2 I don't or even know. 1. And then proceeded to never eat again. Ever again. Yeah. Had a bit of a struggle in Brisbane, <laughs> but God, the vibes were high. And then I had my tequila through. shot and then I followed it with like two rosés and I was like, oh shit, I haven't eaten. Mm. I'm going to faint unless I get my cheesy right fucking now. DL, something we've also learnt is the significant difference between starting a show at 7.30 p.m. Oh, yeah. versus 8 p.m. Now we bookended <laughs> our shows in Melbourne and Sydney and both of those shows started at 7.30. Brisbane in Adelaide, those shows started at eight. Now, you drunk bitches. You got so loose. You got Who so- knew half an hour would add so much oh, vibe? Man, the <laughs> difference 
it was night and day. By the time it got to eight, which meant the show finished at nine thirty. By the time we got to nine thirty, you guys were drunk. You were lit. I loved it. Look, <laughs> mum deals. I get it. It's your night out. It's your night out. You're letting your hair down. Also, everyone's tolerance in drinking has gone down because you've got to care for kids and shit. Saw yeah. a few Frank Green water bottles. God, it made me laugh. It was amazing. Adelaide, particularly, you loose girls. You're loose. All right, let's talk about Radelaide. We love you, Adelaide. You were really amazing. Look, you begged us to come. You campaigned. You were very, very loud. We booked it. We'll admit, crickets. Was crickets for a long time? (laughs) It was. We were like, we're not going to have enough people at this show to do a show. Mm. We were stressing. And everyone kept telling us Adelaide's really last minute. Yeah, they're lastminute.com. It's our vibe. Don't worry about it. We have commitment phobia. Like, we're good. We'll be there. We'll be there. And we're like, well, will you? Yeah. (laughs) No one's coming. Anyway, it was full in the end. It was amazing. You were all amazing. And you really are last minute, Larissa. Like, we were literally watching the tickets go at 3 p.m. Yes. And we're like, who decides at 3 p.m. they're going to an 8 o'clock show? I mean, all power to you. Just yeah. can't relate. Seriously can't relate. Oh, my God. These people must have amazing partners. I know. To be like, hey, babe, I'm not coming home from work. I'm going to this show. I'll be home like 10, 10.30. <laughs> Genuinely, we were shooketh. Like watching shooketh. the tickets disappear at 3 p.m. And so many of you couldn't wait to tell us after the show. It's like, I bought a ticket at 3. And we're like, Why? we know. We saw. Like, <laughs> what the hell, Adelaide? <laughs> oh, but can I just have a fizzy moment? Like the theatre girl in me. Mm-hmm. I froth so hard being at the Dunstan Playhouse, at the Adelaide Festival Centre. Like, holy shit, it's so theatre Totally. Now, if the powerhouse in Brisbane is like bougie, modern, gorgeous contemporary Gorgeous venue, contemporary venue, the Dunstan Playhouse is steeped in that theatre tradition. There's literally lining the corridors of photos oh. of productions. When we got there, the stage was all bare and everything was lit flown out so we could choose how we wanted yes. to like set up the stage. And we could fly in our balls exactly where we wanted them and really excitingly we were in the theatre right next door to Mary Mary Poppins Poppins. Rachel Tag was losing her mind because she's a diehard Mary Poppins fan she knew all of the actors names in the show which we thought was amazing and she was so excited because backstage you have what's called like a tannoy and a screen so that you can see what's happening on On stage so that you can wait for your cue obviously Revs and I are side stage permanently so we never spent any time hanging out in the dressing room but Rachel Tag was like you're on a screen with a shared tannoy with Mary Poppins. Yeah, it's like a split screen. You can yes. see what was on all the different stages at the anyway, same time. She lost her mind. It was very fun and very theatery and we loved it. It was yes, so good. It was really cool. And Adelaide, you're cool, man. Yeah. Like I know you don't get a lot of love. I just want to say our day off in Adelaide was beautiful. Oh. Went to the most amazing restaurant. Like Every Radeladian did slide into my DMs and were like, you and Revs have brought the good weather because this is was amazing. This is tricking you guys. But we had clear blue skies, that crisp freshness, but with, yes, the warmth of the sun. Yeah. Like I was sitting outside with a girlfriend who had a two-week-old at the pub, you know, just loving life. But sorry, the shopping in Adelaide is elite. Yeah, it's good. It's like proper high street still. Mm, yeah. And you can get like going to Age and you're going to Saba and you're going to all the – everything. They've got everything and it's all high street vibes. It's well, so lovely. Adelaide was the only city where we had a day off. Yeah, In between the show and really the best really enjoy the city. Yeah, and yeah. you know what? I loved I that. Because everything in Brisbane and in Melbourne were very back-to-back. Yeah, it was it like – go, go, go. 
Yeah, Bestie Brunch, you've got a content creation day at Westfield, then you've got the show or the other way around. But Adelaide, we had that day off and it was a gift. Glorious. Also, major shout out to the DLs who found Americano oh, yeah. at the Adelaide show. He flew in to visit me because I had a day off and he has a childhood friend who lives in Adelaide. So he thought that would be a fun one to fly in for. And he got spotted so hard. There were, I mean, there were like three men in the audience and everyone was like, I think that's him. And then Jem called out his seat number in the show. And Look, he was no longer allowed to be private. We promised each other that we wouldn't out our partners, <laughs> but I just couldn't resist it in the moment. It was too good. It was so fun it because there's this, there's this bit in the script where Rev says, yeah, like, is your partner here? And I'm supposed to say no, is yours. But instead I went, no, but yours is. And then Revs was like, oh, yeah, but, like, you know, our partners are these weird people. They're, like, private. <laughs> and then I went, yeah, let's not out them. That wouldn't be cool. He's in seat G21. <laughs> and then and then so a DL yelled out to Revs, he's wearing he's the one in the scarf. And I was like, why is he wearing a scarf? <laughs> anyway, that was my thinking, but everyone loved it. And I got all your DMs about how hot is yes I agree he's a hottie well I got all the DMs saying he's punching oh yeah <laughs> yeah he is let that be a lesson to he you babe. is punching you're and, punching and do you know what I did bless Americana I did say oh I got heaps of DMs saying Revs is punching and he's like wait what she's punch like what? she's punching and then the conversation would move on and he's like sorry like I'm still kind of hung up everyone really thinks I'm punching <laughs> I was like sorry babe but you sorry, are she's I'm my bestie the star now. and you're punching okay but Revzy yes we have to talk about the reaction to at every mate. show to our mate but specifically in Adelaide yes to their hometown hero Guy Sebastian. Sebastian. This was hands down mine and Rebs's favorite moment backstage yeah. at every show because we would quickly get changed into our silk sets. Yeah for a section of the show called A Night Out and we would both get changed quite quickly because yep. they're like pyjamas, very easy to get on and we would stand facing each other side stage in the wings and we just knew the guy moment was, was coming. coming and we knew none of you knew about it. Oh, it was our favourite. delightful. Yes. It was like handing out Christmas presents. We knew it was about to happen Yeah, and once we knew it because we had this weird thing where we're like, well, people know it's him. I mean, I don't know what was wrong with us. We are just like so in our heads about the show and we're like, make sure the first shot is like his full face, you know, yep. anyway. No glasses. Whatever. We learnt of in course, Melbourne. Of course everyone Then everyone was like, him. holy shit! I mean, he's the, one of the biggest stars this country has. We loved standing in the wings and just waiting for the moment where he comes on. Because you already were loving that video. Yes. Like, you guys love that video so hard. There's, like, so many hot dads, like, just doing their thing. Show daddy having his moment. Like, we're just being clowns. Getting our mum bods out by the pool. And then piece guy. de resistance. The bridge comes in. And it's fucking Guy Sebastian being dad of the year. Yep. I mean, it was so I can feel the dopamine now. Same from like hearing you guys blow off the roof with the recognition of like just guy being an amazing sport. It was such a coup. It was like, a coup. Revs and I were so excited when this happened because it was a dream, right? Oh, we were like an absolute fantasy mm. of ours yeah we knew we wanted to do something that was like let's celebrate the sexiness of dads because all what we're always talking about is like ah mum bods yeah but mums are loose ah mums are cool we're like what can we do that's like nah dads can be sexy too but let's give it you know mm. a message which yeah. is like 
help out. Yeah. Foreplay is helping out around the house. It makes us horny to see you unpack the dishwasher. So basically, if you haven't seen the show, I mean, are you still with us? But (laughs) if you haven't, we rewrote That's What I Like by Bruno Mars to be a sexy song about dads helping out around the house. And we have all these dads. We shot it like a music video. And then the bridge was sung by the one and only Guy Guy Sebastian Sebastian, being the ultimate dad, doing the washing up, mopping the bathroom. And we set up Guy early on in the show where we shared a photo of us getting ready to go to Guy Sebastian's performance. Now, for our overseas DLs who maybe might not know Guy Sebastian, he was our very first winner of Australian Idol. So pop idol if you're in the UK or yeah. American Idol. Yeah, he's yeah. like our Kelly Clarkson. He's our Kelly Clarkson, yeah. yeah, totally. I don't know what the UK equivalent is, but he is uber famous it's in Australia. UK, Harry Styles. Oh, One Direction. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. it's like kind of like the that. absolute breakout hit yeah. superstar star from yep. those first talent reality yes. shows. Yeah. And we managed to nab him to do a cameo in this music video. <laughs> now, let's talk about the day we shot this oh my God. video. No, no, no. Go back earlier. So Jem is good friends with Jules, Guy's wife. For context, I was her blog photographer yes. for a couple of years. When she had her blog, her yep. fashion blog, and they became friends. And I was like, Jem, do you think you could ask Jules to connect us with Guy to ask him to do a cameo in this piece. Mm. And Jem broke out in hives. I was because like, Jem no. does not like to put anyone out in no. any way. More so, she doesn't like to make anyone feel uncomfortable or yep. like they have to do her a favour. It's It was a huge ask. It for was. me to ask you that even. I know. You were like, oh, maybe. We put it off for months. We did. Months. But then the idea. It just, grew just kept grew. blossoming. And we were and like. we wrote it. And, and then we were like, like, no, oh, we need we Guy need to him. do the bridge. Yeah, we need him. And I put on my big girl pants. Yep. <laughs> Swallowed your pride. I did. It was the most uncomfortable thing I've ever done because, as Revs mentioned, I don't like asking anything of anyone and I apologise profusely for existing, (laughs) basically. But I called Jules and I had this... Her throat was closing up. I was in the room. Her throat was literally closing up. I had this whole spiel because here's the other thing. I didn't want Jules to feel like the gatekeeper for her husband. Exactly. You know, like in a weird other context, when I finished working on Neighbours and Margot was this big rising star. Mm. I would literally get people going, hey, I've written a script. Could you get it in front of Margot yeah. Robbie's art? And I was like, I'm not her manager. Yeah, like, I don't work is, for Margot. I don't, this is weird. Yeah. Like, no. And you've experienced this with your first marriage as well, right? Yes, exactly. Like, yeah. People coming to you to, to get to them and it's yeah. not a nice feeling. It's not a nice feeling. Yeah. So I didn't want to put Jules yeah. in that position where totally. she's like, oh, another person asking a favour for Guy. Yeah. And I just laid it out to her. I was like, Julesy, I'm going to be upfront. This is about Guy. Yeah. You are not the gatekeeper to him, but I want to float this idea with you to see if you think it's a good idea yeah. or not. And I'm really sorry if I'm making you feel like you're his manager. You are not his manager. You are his amazing, incredible wife. Anyway, floated the idea with her. She was like, I think it's great. Leave it with me. I'll chat to him and his team. Yeah. And we were like, okay, it's probably where it ends, but we've asked. That's yep. fine. Anyway, <laughs> I remember texting Revzy. <laughs> I was about to walk into a session with my psychologist. <laughs> <laughs> and Jules messaged me and said, guys on board. That's all she said. Guys on board. I'm feeling the feelings yeah. again. And I was like, oh my God, I'm late for my psychology appointment. I'm going to quickly text. But also call the psychologist. Everything's fixed. <laughs> Life is amazing. Oh my God, I was... <laughs> 
that one hour session was a waste of money. Yes. I was out of my body. I remember sitting there nodding to my psychologist as he drew like charts on a whiteboard <laughs> and going, mm-hmm. and in my head I was like, We're guys, on board. guys on board, guys on board. Yep. So before I went into my session, I messaged, did I message or call you? You messaged me. Okay. Because you I- were running into your session. Yes. And I was with Show Daddy. You were. You were going away for the weekend. Oh my God. To Hilltop Farm. I, I remember <laughs> there's so many like so references. Many. I lost my shit. My kids yeah. were like, what's wrong? What's wrong? Mum, what's wrong? I was like, nothing's happened. It's all good. Yeah. And then I was just like celebrating. Do you remember as well, Revzy? Like we were nervous. Something was going to fall through. Yeah. Until we got there, we yeah. didn't believe it. Because then we got handed over to Guy's beautiful team as we should. Mm-hmm. It wasn't Jules's job mm-hmm. to coordinate this. And I was talking to his manager and there was a lot of scheduling. Mm. And this is the thing, like when you deal with a huge celebrity, you're like, Oh, um, yeah, no worries. We can wait till Monday. And yeah. then you don't want to be a pest, right? No. Like you don't want so, it to break. So no. you're just like treating it very delicately. Delicately. Like and I we're remember, literally like, whenever you can do it, we, we will, will make be it there. work. We will move mountains. We will reschedule all of the other shit that we're shooting and but working we on. We didn't even have to. It was no. like, yep, yeah, that works. Come on over. We yep, this there. time works. And, and then they're like, hey, is it okay with you guys if Guy records his bit himself in his studio? In his studio. We're like, um, yes, that's okay. <laughs> Oh my God. Like we yeah. were like, he wanted it to be good. Like he wasn't just being a good sport or doing a favor. He actually yes. understood the assignment, wanted it to be funny, wanted it to be good. Then we get there and he's like, is this okay? Like, does, how does this sound? And he plays it to us. I almost melted into a fucking puddle. I was like, it's better than the original. Yeah. Like you are a fucking superstar, yeah. mega talent. I was just like, just I just don't go red. The chair. It was <laughs> orgasmic because not only did he record the bridge, he went ahead and spontaneously Still recorded licks. licks and melismas and all these over the top. Just, just th- for us to have. Yeah. <laughs> and he's a comedian. So he, fucking funny. He came up with the, oh, that's relentless, baby. Yeah. For anyone who remembers it. Or the, <laughs> she the covered whole, the whole food pyramid. Yeah. Like, that was <laughs> all guy. And he was all like, guy. he was like, I was just riffing. And we were like, it's amazing. It's amazing. You didn't have to do this. Thank you. We love you. And then. We're like standing in his kitchen about to film the first bit and he's like, how does it go? How does it go? And then he just starts singing it on full voice in this amazing kitchen with these incredible acoustics. And I was like, just don't go bright red because I was like, I'm in the presence of greatness. He's amazing. (laughs) He's so fucking talented. My favourite thing, Revzy was he had a wardrobe. Remember oh, when he came downstairs yes. to greet us to show us the audio? He was in one outfit and yeah. I was like, total rock star. We just wanted him to be him. Yeah. And then we're like, cool, so are you ready to shoot? And he was like, oh, yeah, but I want to wear a different outfit for this. Yeah. Like I've thought of it like a cool dad outfit. And we were like, oh, oh he's done God, wardrobe amazing. department amazing. on himself. And then he's he comes. like a full pro. Yes. And he cared. Like he cared. our yeah. stance was we'll be in and out in an hour. Yeah. Like that's what I said to Loz, his manager. I was like, we'll be in and out. We don't want to take up any of his time no guy was like can we go again can we do another Let's take? Do another one because i can do it better yeah he's like, we're yeah, like yep we're like sure yeah sure. <laughs> whatever you want guy sebastian <laughs> <laughs> we got to the end of the hour we had an hour to shoot with him and i was like i actually need this to end because i'm not coping <laughs> like, i need to get in the car and like not have the potential to fuck this up somehow because i have been such a fan like i'm not a fan of a lot of people mm. i respect people i like you know mm. i'm like i can see what that's about whatever but i am a genuine fan was 
from the very first audition on Australian Idol. Still am. Fucking battle scars. Fucking banger. Oh, yeah. Love it. Play it so regularly. Got the Memphis album. Like I'm a proper yeah, yeah. nerd for guy. And he's just so nice. Mm. <laughs> he's just such a great guy. And yeah. Jules is so beautiful. Can like, we the talk whole thing about is, Jules? She's just so amazing. She is the ultimate bestie. Oh. Like I couldn't even describe how non-celebrity-esque Oh, Jules yeah. is. She's just so salt of the earth. Oh, she gorgeous is the woman. most grounded. That's why Jules is one of my favorite humans yeah. in the world because yeah. she is kindness to the core. She is. She is also someone who is self-effacing. Yeah, she yeah. apologizes for her own existence. <laughs> she's had to learn to stand in her own power. Yeah. And she's learned by being married to a superstar and she's really carved out a career for herself. herself. Yeah. She's, she's launched boss. her own books. She Can we talk her- about her incredible sense of personal style and yes. her beautiful interiors style? Like she's just amazing. Yeah, but Jules is just she gets it. Like yeah. she knew what a big deal this was for both of us. Yeah. And especially Revzy. Like yeah. I've, I'll admit, this is not a flex, but I've hung out with Guy and Jules yeah, yeah. before yeah. and I've had to play it obviously very cool and chill. But I don't know Guy as well as I know Jules. But Revs, it was a big deal. That big Jules deal. knew it was a big deal. So what does she do? She shoots behind the scenes content yeah. for us know. without asking because know. she knows that that's – like she just got it, She's you know? She's a legend. She's a team player. She's a cheerleader. Like she just – I don't know. Like I feel like that takes an extremely confident woman yeah, totally. to get a read on the situation yeah. with her own husband yeah. Yeah. and instead of like I'm unsubscribing from this like fangirling situation yeah, yeah. no she like lent in and yeah. she's like I get it Just he amazing. touches people he does and I've got to say like every single show every time it played every time we had to run it in tech every time that thing comes on I still drop my shit mm. that it's happened yeah. like I'm like it never I, gets old it never gets old his voice is so amazing yeah. it's so funny he's so incredible I can't believe we're in the same frame as him <laughs> It was just so generous of him. It was just awesome. But the DL's reaction. Yeah. Because it's for you guys. Like we did it for you. We we wanted that show to just be gifts for you guys. Mm. We just wanted to keep topping it as the show went on. And that was just like the biggest gift. It was. So good. Such a coup. Where do we go from here? I don't know. Hard DL energy. There's nowhere to go from here. We've we've peaked. We've peaked. We've We've peaked. Should we shut the podcast down? I think we should. (laughs) I think it's time to retire the show. Like it's been great. We're ending on a high. We're ending on a guy. (laughs) (laughs) I guess just a moment of gratitude. The tour was incredible. Mm -hmm. If you didn't come or weren't interested, I'm sorry for this whole episode. I think we're probably done now. (laughs) Well, no, we're not. No, we're not. We're going to have a Show Daddy app and we're going to get get right into Show Daddy. Show Daddy is joining us for a DM episode to share his His perspective. He's like, these fucking girls. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) These divas with their fucking pineapple. Yeah. Thank you for just like being such frothers, for coming on the journey. We know some of you aren't like theatre people or show people or you just want to, you know, you would normally just like the podcast. But I feel like everyone's had a group, mother's group experience through this and we're just so touched by your beautiful messages and your beautiful energy in the room. Yeah, Hanji P, I just wanted to say the biggest gift for me and I'm sure for Revzy as well was actually meeting DLs because for so many years we have recorded in my bedroom and it's just the two of us and it's always felt so safe and raw and honest because we're talking with our besties. It's not that we ever forget that we have listeners but to actually see the faces behind the ears. Yeah. (laughs) You know because every week we get this reporting from the back end. So we know you're there. We we know you're there. We see the numbers but until the tour 
were you were in numbers. I mean, not real, not fully. Not really, because there's DM chats, DM conversations. Things. I'm and not explaining this well, group, but it was a new level to be like these are the DLs and these, they're this fucking is our, our group. people. Yeah. Like, and the fact that you know, if you listen to We Don't Have Time for this, then I'm going to vibe with you yes. because we are the same kind of mum. That was my other f- yeah. other favourite thing. I have so <laughs> many favourite things. Was how many DLs braved up and yeah. came solo, solo. and like bought a solo t- and made new friends because, no. yes, it was like a shared experience. So cool. For Revzy and I as well yeah. to meet everyone. Anyway, okay, I'm going to stop crapping on about this, but honestly, it moved up. Us. It moved us yeah. beyond and it continues to move us. And I think we're just coming down to earth and it's really landing on us like how cool that is. Like it's a real lesson in soulmates, right? Because we've is. always felt like we are soulmates and how did we ever find each other and blah, blah, blah. No, no, there's heaps of soulmates out there. Mm. You just have to know how to find them totally. through shared experience and shared points of view and just like liking the same things. Yep. And it's re-motivated us yeah. to want to give even more, more to this yeah. potty. Not that it was waning. It wasn't about that at all, but it was like a whole fire has ignited. The cylinders are now firing. We're excited. We love this space. Yeah, this community is fucking cool. It's the best. It's the best. You're our people and we adore you and thank you. Yeah, Thanks for being part of it, guys. We're so, so incredibly grateful. And humbled. We love you, DLs. As always, we will be back in your ears. Oh, she's wrapping it up. Oh, sorry, I am. Oh, no. (laughs) She's like, quick, leave the morning more. This was Jim's vibe for the entire show. Shorter, shorter, cut it, cut it down, less. Leave them wanting more. No, Revzy, I'm making a call. We're oh. cutting it because we're going over the hour mark. Okay, I'm and just going to quickly say order extra pickles on your cheeseburger. Okay? Yeah. You know what? I'm thinking about our beautiful editors of the podcast okay, and right. when we go over, it's a bitch for them. Okay. That's They've got nap time to yeah. tend to. Mama Bear is, <laughs> okay. you know, stepping in here. All right. We love you so much. As always, we'll be back in your ears bright and early on Friday. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.